sorry. He can't help it. It's the beanbag <laughs> he's sitting on. Hey, good good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Downright Annoyed with Movies. Uh, tonight, it's just annoyed with movies thus far, because it sounds like Michael got tied up in real life, so he couldn't uh, join us this evening. But um, as always, I am Jackson with Bored and Annoyed, and I have a panel of very wonderful people here to discuss the 1984 cult classic, Dune. Dune. So um, I guess we'll go around the horn like we normally do. Uh, Pinky's out. If you want to uh, go ahead and start and introduce yourself. Sure. Hey, I'm Ken. Pinky's out. I picked tonight's movie because it is one of my absolute favorite movies. So where can we find you? Ken? Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're good. I just you can find sure. us on any of your podcasting platforms. We use Anchor to distribute to any of those. And you can find us on Instagram and YouTube. So perfect. Thank you, Ken. And yep. uh, we also have Ryan. Hey, what's up? Uh, normally, the green screen is zoomed in, so you can't see my bed, but uh, I'm Ryan of the Fake Nerd Podcast. Uh, we're a weekly pop culture show that's like three hours long of just talking about nerdy stuff. Uh, you can find me anywhere the Fake Nerd Podcast is uh, located. That's me. I like this movie a lot because I'm a, I'm a David Lynch uh, uh, super fan. I got a Twin Peaks tattoo, so uh, nice. uh, I like this movie for a lot of personal reasons. I don't know if it's a good movie. We'll discuss it. <laughs> uh, and no, that's just the window. You're on Arrakis, right? You're oh, out. you're right. Sorry. I'm that's on Arrakis. Just the window. Just like spaceship. Right. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Perfect. Hopefully yeah. you're behind the shield wall. That that's, works. Uh, that's Cindy. She's my friend. Uh, and um, <laughs> our, our frequent guest, Paul, is with us again. Paul? Hey. Paul from uh, comicbookinvest.com for all your comic book and speculation needs. And I also do podcast Monday nights uh, when I can be there with work. But um we have a podcast called Tales from the Flip Side on YouTube and wherever you can podcasts can be found uh, live about 930 at night. So tune in if you can. All right. Uh, yeah. So, hey, welcome, everybody. Again, uh, Jackson, I am the host tonight and we are talking Dune. So uh, I, I thought of an exercise and Paul, I think you're the best person to do this for me. Um, can you start without looking at anything? Give me a synopsis of the movie Dune, please. Uh, it is a science fiction war movie or, uh, yeah, it's, um, science fiction war fantasy movie. Um, and it's a kind of these battling houses who, um, in the known galaxy, uh, there's a spice that grows on one planet, one planet alone. Um, and, uh, this spice is used to, um, it's, it allows you to travel through space. It's without i don't know does something to you without moving so it's basically the fuel to travel through space and aliens and um strange creatures and um so they it has to do with a uh a rise and a, a rise of power and it's something else if you can sit through it <laughs> i uh you did way better than i expected there paul Honestly, asked, for not knowing anything about Dune, you did pretty good. If you asked me to describe this, and I read the book about 10, 12 years ago, something like that. But if you you asked me to give a synopsis of this movie, I'd be just stuck. So, <laughs> um, But yeah, uh, you know, I guess, uh, Ken, you're the one who picked the movie. So oh, yeah. why don't you, um, you know, what, what do you like about this? What do I like about it? Well, sure. The, the the book, first of all, is one of my favorite books. Um, I've been reading science fiction from a very young age. And it, to me, I, I like the scope of it. I liked how they tried to bring alive the book. Now, they failed in a lot of places because, um, like Paul, <laughs> listening to Paul's description of it, they completely didn't really describe what the spice melange does. They didn't explain really anything of why the war was happening. Um, they, you know, it's the, an epic power struggle between three great houses and they don't even mention the third house's last you know, name, the house coronal, which is Shit, uh, Emperor Shaddam's house, who really is a Harkonnen if you go far, back far enough. But yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I like the scope of it. Yeah. Who can't smile when they see Picard on screen, you know, <laughs> I mean, he looks the same. He doesn't, he doesn't age. I don't, need to, I don't need yeah. to smile when I see him. Uh, Ryan, you're another fan. So go ahead. Let's, so, let's hear it. Why uh, am I wrong about this movie? Oh, I, I don't. I think this is one of those movies where everybody's right. I don't think anybody's wrong um, because I think it is a lot of like what you 
what you take from it and what you see, like what you like in movies, what you don't like in movies. Um, I do think objectively is a, it is a messy, uh, almost incoherent mess, but I think the production design and the set design and most of the acting uh, is pretty good. Again, I'm a David Lynch super fan, so I'm into really weird experimental artsy fartsy shit, which is why I was super excited for uh, when I saw Jodorowsky's Dune to see what that movie could have been, right? Um, oh, that was trippy. I, I am a big fan of of weird stuff. And I think the stuff that this movie does right, it does really right. And okay. this is this is the situation where it's the same situation all the time. When you give a experimental indie filmmaker like a $200 million budget and you get you get Alien Resurrection and you get Aeon Flux and you get these really weird big blockbuster movies that are kind of bad, but it's because you gave an indie director a big budget and then did studio interference. So like this is like a best case scenario in 1984, honestly. Okay. Uh, I love that bit in Jodorowsky's Dune, by the way, uh, when he's all worried because David Lynch got the movie that he didn't get to make and he's all concerned he's going to show up. He's going to be like, oh, man, it's going to be great. And then he shows up to the movie and he's like, yes, it's terrible. It's shit. Yes. 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 <laughs> it's great. But uh, Paul, how was your experience? I'm, I'm assuming you're going to be more on my wavelength here. Uh, it's I, nice that we're on this side of the screen. Right. Yeah, okay. me and you. Woo. <laughs> it was it was a tough one to get through. I did watch the whole thing through multiple sittings. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I think towards the end, I was either excited because some action was happening and or, or the movie was ending. I can't yeah. say which for sure. But um, I, I, uh, I don't know. I, I think towards the end, I actually got some enjoyment out of it. Uh, but it was very confusing because uh, i had never read the book um but uh, i can i can understand why these gentlemen uh to the side of us here um liked it i it's just um it's not something i might pop in again unless so I, if, if oh, no. ryan and i described some things like filled in some gaps would it possibly change your mind i you know what we should i i don't know I guess I'll see the remake. Maybe that's how I'll see it again. What? That's that's why movie. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, we're talking yeah. about Dune at all because Denny Villeneuve is my favorite modern director. Yeah, and like he's made nothing but incredible movies. So like, uh, they've shown some footage at some festivals of Dune. They're saying like it's the next Lord of the Rings. Like it is truly mm -hmm. epic in scale. And like Lord, like Lawrence of Arabia epic, not Finally. epic as kids. Like huge I, extras, huge set pieces. Like I am so stoked. I'm so happy you just brought up Lawrence of Arabia. I've got the uh, the deluxe set up there. Yeah, I, uh, awesome. the, the last 30 minutes of this movie, it's hilarious because it's like they took Lawrence of Arabia and condensed it into like 25 minutes. <laughs> and, it, and I feel like you're right, Paul. Like that's the most interesting part, right? When he's like rallying the, uh, the Fremen um, to go yeah. back and attack the city. And it's like, mm -hmm. okay, where was this for the rest of the movie? Um, there's not enough done to really explain... Mm -mm. All that exactly. stuff, it happens so quickly, but, but God, this movie, you know, I was thinking about one scene that really brought to light how much I hate this, um, <laughs> is you've got that scene at the beginning where, uh, the, the, you know, Ben Jesuit or whatever her name is. Ben I Jesuit, yeah. yeah. Okay. She has him put his hand in that box, right? Yep. The Reverend it's Mother like burning. Did, yep. And I'm sitting here, I'm thinking like, wow, this concept is really cool but I don't give a shit or understand what's going on at all. I don't care about Paul at this point of the movie because he's just boring. All the it characters are boring. Mm -hmm. They're all just so every character in this is so boring and all of the exposition that they have in there. It's like uh, the fact that you can have this much exposition and it's still confusing is astounding to me. I mean, the entire movie is trying to explain to you what's going on, whether it's like, their thought process going on in their head. There's a lot of like narration of their oh, that thoughts was annoying. In the whisper, the whisper thoughts uh, were annoying. Yeah. Well, I right. like the whisper. Do you? Oh. I, well, right. But the, but the problem is like okay. Again, I'm a weirdo. That, if you're gonna do that, I better be able to follow what's happening. You so know, the problem I mean? is they didn't explain anything. Well, the, that, they, they don't even talk about what the Bene Gesserit is. And then, other and than then it. And then Thanks they have that summary part. I just want to throw that in real quick. They have that summary part before that the last act of the scene, or like, or or a little bit after the la the last act begins, or like over the years this happened and that happened. I'm like, well, you could have cut the first part of the movie and maybe expanded a little more on what happened over these years of, you know, they're I don't know, their love growing and this child and him training the army, or I don't know. 
I don't know if I would have added anything. The problem that you have is Dune is such an expansive, huge book. Like, there's so much more. Like, like, you can't do one movie. That's why they're making two movies with the new one, right? And that's why they made the miniseries and sci-fi. But um, when you, again, you give David Lynch, and this is a guy who, he's a filmmaker. And he's like, I'm going to make the best Dune that I can. His original cut is four hours long. His, yeah, he it, he was trying to make the the artsiest. He wanted to make the Dune that people wanted, and the studio was like, "We cannot release a four hour movie, David." Are you I, fucking crazy? I can't imagine watching four hours of a movie like this, though. I mean, it's so yeah. boring. And again, the problem is when you when you truncate it into two hours, two hours and fifteen minutes, it makes it worse. There's so much being thrown at you. It's it's like none of it matters because there's still so much missing. Like it's so much plot while so little is actually happening. It's, it's almost mind boggling. It is it's like crazy. crazy. It, it's a really bizarre movie. It's yeah, very strange. The stuff because... that I, that I really appreciate about it honestly is, is not so much the story stuff. It is the filmmaking aspect. It is the, this, how do you make Dune a reality in 1984? And I think, oh, I think that stuff is edge. exceptional. Well, and to answer Paul's question about the, the romance between Lady Jessica and Leto the first, they don't get into that in Herbert's original books. They don't even talk about that except for in the, the prequels that his son and Kevin Anderson wrote. So is it um, one book or six books there? No, the original are is five books. There's um, Paul, um, Dune, children of Dune, Paul of Dune, God emperor of Dune and chapter house, if I'm not mistaken. So, Jack, and you want to start a book review podcast? <laughs> hey, I, I'm I, much I, more of a novel reader than I am anything else. Paul, yeah. we are doing a book review December, this December, when the new movie comes out on the yeah. podcast. And these guys are definitely going to do it if they're invited. I'm so dead, you're, if you want to read that one, you're going to hate God Emperor of Dune. Oh, yeah. Are you, are you reviewing? Hold on. Are you reviewing every Dune book? Or oh, God, no. Okay. Oh, good. just the original. No, we yeah, no God Emperor is terrible. But no, yeah, no. I uh, like, okay. So I, I hate that too when it's like, like, I'm sorry, but this is a movie I should be able to. And, you know, I should be able to sit down and watch this movie like Paul, having never read Dune and at least understand what the hell is happening. I mean, no, it's, I, it's so I agree, I agree, but I don't think it was ever meant to be that kind of a movie. I think it was because you got to understand in 1984, this was the biggest selling science fiction book to date from 71 is when it was originally published, if I'm not mistaken. Or was it 67? I thought it was like 65 when I was just doing some research. Was it I earlier? I, th- I could be wrong, but I thought it was 65. Right. But they don't never finished the original one because his wife died in 85. So well, either, either way, though, it's like yeah, the Twilight movies, for instance, like they're a huge pop culture thing. It's like, <laughs> uh, you know, they would have been mildly successful, I guess, if only Twilight fans enjoyed them. But like people hey, doing a still better Twilight. story than Twilight. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, though, like you can't make a movie only for the people who have read the source material. That's not how nowadays making you, should nowadays happen. You can't. You can't back then either. This was a colossal failure. I mean, well, there's yeah. a reason why this is a failure because it's terrible. You know, it, it's not a good film on its own. It's oh, I bad. agree. Yeah. There's there's a reason yeah. David Lynch has never made another big movie in his life because you know what the movie he made before this The Elephant Man which is an Oscar winning really small drama and they're like hey David do you want two hundred million dollars and to make the next Star Wars and he's like not really but he did it anyway and then they took it away from him and they turned it into this version which is the best oh, possible version I don't mm-hmm. know well, he took I, his name off of it too he wouldn't <laughs> let him release it oh um, yeah Alan Smithy his name on it. Yeah. He was uh, he was gonna do. Oh, didn't Lucas interview him to do Return of the Jedi? He was too? Gonna, yeah, he got asked to do Return of the Jedi, and it, it would be a similar situation where he's like, "I am so artsy fartsy. Are you really sure you want this?" Because I'd then like you get to see it. I did too. <laughs> I Again, I I'm a Lynch fan. I like I like weird experimental. Like he released a short film on Netflix that's a black and white short film about him talking to a monkey, and it's just 15 minutes of him talking to a monkey. And you know what? That does not appeal to a lot of people. It appeals to me. <laughs> Sounds better it, than Dune. The only, it's a, it's the a lot shorter than Dune. Yeah, in there the only thing I knew about Dune before watching it is that there's a big uh, fan argument that George Lucas ripped off so much from Dune to make Star Wars, and that's it's why more Dune, than a fan argument. There was a lawsuit from the Herbert family against Lucas for a lot of years, and that's why Dune never took off further than it did because Star Wars stole its thunder and, and ran with it. I see mm-hmm. the similarities. I really do. Yeah, oh, yeah the not. giant sandworm and the asteroid in the first 10 minutes of the yeah. first Star Wars movie. Yeah. I mean, Tatooine is Arrakis, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But but yeah, they're like, let's just talk John about Carter. some of the bizarre. Jack, there you Jack go. Carter. Some of the bizarre <laughs> stuff in this. Like, 
um, the Harkonnens, the way that they're portrayed. First off, I guess my question is, do okay. we like the set design and the costumes? Yes, yes. you do. Absolutely, I if, did. If, yep. if it wasn't as good, this movie would be an utter train wreck. But I think, I do think the, the like, it mixes so many different types of costuming. Like, you have the, you have the desert people, you have the, the, like, uh, uh, what's the word like uh, Victorian? Too. Yeah, you have the Harkonnens. Like they all have their own right. different, distinct look, uh, but it all melds well together. I think for me. Now, what did you think in the Navigator though? The the Stage Three Navigator. It's is, weird that, is that yeah, the praying slug thing? Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's actually a human being that's been mutated <laughs> by the spice. But yeah. Yep. That's uh, that's a human being. See, nope. I didn't catch that at all. <laughs> they that. don't explain talking, it. You have to read about, I like I like how when they're wheeling him out and the liquid coming out, yeah. they're only <laughs> vacuuming like the sides. Though. Yeah, it's like if other people should be chasing them down. Like, hey, dude, what the hell? Pick up the rest of your slime. Exactly. You watch know? it just for that part again, but watch real carefully as they're coming in. Look to the left as they're coming in. You'll see one of the people fall down. <laughs> oh, really? That's yes. I, I rewound it. And I watched it. Like, but, but it's funny though because. Down? Because if you're watching this for the first time and that's the first scene is they carry in this big, like, like giant crang looking thing, you're almost like, <laughs> okay, this could be interesting. Like this exactly. looks neat. You and then they all I mean? start talking. Right. And then they all start talking. <laughs> yeah. and, and then the woman leaves the room. They have her leave the room and she still can hear the whole conversation. It's just, oh, She's God. a telepath. Yeah, because yeah, right. she's a soothsayer, part of the Bene Gesserit. They're highly telepathic, but yeah. Yeah, um, so there's that. But I, I personally, I think this movie is ugly. Sue me. But I, I don't think it's a good-looking movie. Like, I, I appreciate how much time and effort was probably spent on a lot of the stuff that's in it, but it's just so... Like, I don't remember reading Dune and thinking it was, like, gross and grimy. You know what I mean? So, I see in the the comment someone says they're commenting uh is Johan 616 Dune is a story for HBO only it's not meant for movies in my opinion wait for Dune 2020 baby yeah i was yeah. just going to say i think Denis is probably going to knock this out of the park he's I making like two three basically three hour long movies i think that's good enough for the first dune movie like of course you're always going to have stuff taken out because it's dune is massive it is so massive and they probably want to incorporate stuff from the other books too but two long ass movies i think that's good i think that's is good. he is he uh is he making them both at the same time or are no. they? i think they want to see the success of if because as much as i love denny that's and all of his movies me. uh that's he all of his movies have not really been profitable, especially Blade Runner 2049, which yeah, is one which of my was, favorite movies. And it bombed because it's so it expensive. Oh, it was great. Oh, I you're a it. hater? I oh, hate really? it. Listen, you can like Dune and then hate Blade Runner. It's fine. It was so it. boring and predictive. I we just watched it. Dune. Uh, we have yeah, another person joining us. Cookie I watched Dune as a child and loved it. So, I, you know, I just. Hey, let's, uh, let's like. Oh, hey, Cookie. Yeah, Cookie. Let's uh, let's hear your opinion of Dune and introduce yourself as well, please. No problem. Hey guys, uh, Cookie from Just Little Podcast. Uh, currently on hiatus because I'm trying to get a house. So right now everything's kind of put on the back burner, but I love doing stuff like this. Um, ended up renting Dune. Uh, where to begin with Dune, man? Like watching it as a kid in high school, uh, my that imagination hurts. was a lot more really open. <laughs> now as an adult, like I can appreciate it because I've been watching uh, Star Trek, the original series. So I can appreciate the old school feel of it. But man, it, it was a tough pill to swallow. It really was. It just, it, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. Yeah. So we've been discussing it and like, you know, it, it, the, the, I general... can feel the hate. I can feel the hate. <laughs> You're in the middle. Making me stronger. <laughs> well, no, it's, it, it does make sense though, that like if somebody was really well versed in Dune, they can kind of, you know, fill in the gaps as they're watching this maybe and, and make it interesting for themselves. But, but it's a movie. You gotta be, it's gotta be able to no, stay. I, and I agree with your, I agree, I agree with you. I, I really do. Cause then that's one thing I made, I can't made the comment to my wife as she slept through it while I watched it again. Um, you know, my brain is <laughs> filling in all the holes as I'm watching the movie. So that's why I'm smiling because I'm like, oh yeah, I remember this, blah, blah, blah. The movie's, pop the book is popping back into my head and then she's just, you know, in the chair across the room from me. So. Oh yeah. We, uh, I, I want to throw, so it is one thing I like 
I guess, is that the families all have a very different look. Like when they go to the Harkonnens and they're all these disgusting, like putrid looking gross. And, and the Baron has like the puke stains yeah. on his mouth. I'm a fan. Um, you like that? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 the Harkonnens are so disgusting. That's why uh, you don't rape a Bene Gesserit. So. Oh God. Uh, Sting <laughs> just walking around in a Speedo. Like, man, what a, what a bunch <laughs> of weirdos. <laughs> Sting might be my favorite part of this movie just because when he comes on screen, it's like, oh my God, it's Sting. He, he has like the I bug agree. eyes, like a Crazy yeah. guy. Oh man. Know, so does, he even say, does he even have three lines? He has like in the whole three movie? lines. No joke. Yeah. <laughs> just I want to kill you, one. Paul. He's the Darth Maul of Dune. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not as cool. Not nearly as the only The only thing I caught is that whatever he's drinking, one of the characters is drinking, he says that's what stains the lips. Yeah. The Sappho juice for the Menta. It's basically like um, uh, methamphetamine. Yeah. Which I swear, there was a kid in high school who had a lip like that. I'm just, just saying. <laughs> Well, this is what I'm talking about, though. It's like you just said that, and that make that makes it make sense. But it's like I didn't catch that if that was in the movie. They yeah. did. They said it in the movie. The Sappho juice is what lets us think beyond or whatever. I can't. Yeah, say he was talking really fast like this, and explained it really quick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? They mumbled it basically. Does okay. So, so I give credit to them for kind of differentiating the families and stuff. But I can't take them seriously as like an intelligent like group of people because they're just pigs the eyebrows like, they're just gross yeah. you know yeah. like i can't and i the guy who plays chucky is in there too and that escapes me i forget his name but um the guy who plays the voice of chucky he's a great actor really? he's deadwood yeah he's the one with the like, brad really Dorff. yeah he's got the really outlandish hair oh, and the right. giant eyebrows yeah but um but yeah, it's like I, yeah. the Baron. I remember, like in the book, I I remember him being a little little bit more menacing, and I could take him. And he is in the book. He what? is in the book. Right, and in this movie, he's just a pig. It's like yeah. it's like the family in like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie or something. The next generation with Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. But um. But yeah. I mean. Uh. You know. Trying to think, what else? I mean, I guess we got to talk about sandworms, right? Are, are Again, we fans? Like, I'm yeah, a fan they actually produce the spice, which they don't get to in the in the movie. Do they poop the spice out, or they, how, yep. how exactly? They do. They yeah, basically <laughs> it's worm poop. So, um, the poop yeah, must flow. the and, the, uh, yeah, the poop must flow. The sandworms are what actually turned Arrakis into Dune. But I'm getting <laughs> so, way, I'm, we're gonna you gotta stop me because I will go so far into the lore. I mean, you gotta understand this has been my jam for thirty years. So, uh, so uh, uh, downright nerdy has joined us. Hey. Um, in the chat, in the chat. Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh I unfortunately. see. Uh, but yeah, we just see, started talking about the space herpes. It's weaponized the space herpes. Space herpes. So you showed up just in time. Yeah, but, um, sucking his pustules out and oh, graboids. Disgusting, yeah. man. Yeah. The original tremors. I I feel you. Yeah. So oh. he just can. How does that make you feel? That you that know, makes me very angry. <laughs> I'm gonna angrily sip my beer. <laughs> He's not wrong. I mean, he's not, but I have to be mad. <laughs> but it yeah, had so, a good concept behind it. It was just, I think David Lynch just rushed through it and he didn't really execute taking the book and translating it into a movie with filling all the gaps without making it a Lord of the Rings six hour movie. I don't think it's even possible, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, Cookie, uh, hi, I'm Ryan. Nice to meet you. Uh, hey. I, before you got here, uh, the, David Lynch's original cut was like four hours long and the studio yeah. was like, we're not making this movie. So, like, yeah. Dune is such a massive property. Like you cannot do it in two hours. It's, it is, you're going to cut everything out. And like I told them earlier, there's so much plot, but it's missing so much. You still don't feel like you actually know anything. Agreed. It's still just telling you things, but you're like, I can't, I can't absorb this. It's so much. And you're throwing so many words and like a good, a sci-fi thing will slowly ease it out over time. And like, not, not beat you over the head with a thousand things at once. I'm okay with this only I'm okay, I'm okay with this only being two hours though. I can't. <laughs> oh yeah. It, this style. Oh. Would you I want mean, it they to can be make a, a, they can make a four hour movie about the Bene Gesserit itself? I mean, that the lore See, behind I, Lady Jessica. I mean, Jackson, you say that uh, like you don't you don't want daughter. You don't want to watch a four hour movie, but like I think of Lord of the Rings and like I watch the extended cut of Return of the King and that's almost four hours long and that movie's awesome. So like yeah, it but that's like done. But that's good though. This yeah. is <laughs> I'm saying it can be done. That's why, like, again, Dune 2020, guys, look out for it. I, be... I can't wait. Mwah. I can't wait until Denis. But no, I uh, 
I don't know. I just uh, like, there's just nothing here. That's interesting enough. I mean, maybe there's stuff that would, maybe you could cut stuff. So it wasn't just like still shots of characters thinking out loud. I think think this movie's bare bones, like as it could be. (laughs) No, no. I'm saying if you made it four hours, maybe you don't have to like have the camera on Paul staring into space with him narrating his thoughts for three minutes. I mean, the intro was all just a desert for a good half an hour. Oh, oh I literally just hit skip, skip, skip. Oh, that- I remember it. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. When are we gonna get to something? So at oh. the at, at at the end of this movie, do you think over time that this is really Earth and these are the 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 ancestors to Tremors? Is that how it all ties together? Oh yes, there you go. No. You didn't spot the Kevin Bacon cameo? That's it. <laughs> I was waiting for it. That's definitely it. No, I. Uh, yeah, you know it's funny though. Like the beginning, the first. I don't know which cut I watched. I know there's multiple cuts out here, but the one I started with is uh, Virginia Madsen. Um, she's it's just her face. Uh, and judging from the screenshots you guys sent, you watched the same version as I yeah. did. But she's talking, and literally within like 30 seconds of her doing her her intro spiel, I'm lost. Like. Like, I'm the only I'm one that did it. watch it on the DVD, huh? Listen, it's the year 10,195, and things are bad. <laughs> and you got the people on the Rackets, and you got the people on here, and you got the Carconans, and like you fell asleep yeah, probably. After the Butlerian Jihad, after the Thinking Machine Crusade, come on. That's yeah. why the Mentats and the Doctors were invented. Uh, Johan, I don't think it was David Lynch. You cut it out. I promise you, that dude wanted to make it the dude the, movie uh, we all the, wanted. Uh, studio. Well, the last, the 30 minute studioed. part at the end, that's Lawrence of Arabia, which is a three hour and 40 minute movie condensed down to 30 minutes is probably the best part of this movie. I agree. Um, yeah. Th- and Michael, I wish you were in here right now because it's so true. They mm-hmm. don't, all they can do is give exposition. And, and the only way to do that in this movie is to have them think out loud. Now, the problem is. I I can't think of any movie I've ever seen where it's all exposition and you're still lost. And I know I touched on that earlier, but the fact that they dole out that much exposition and it's still a cluster is shocking. It's like truly astounding that it's even possible, but um, things we liked about it, I guess let's, let's, let's not just hate on it. You know, so uh, again, I got the I got the Twin Peaks tattoo on my on my forum or whatever. Uh, so there's a lot there's there's a lot of Twin Peaks uh, actors who show up in this movie. So for me, it's a fun little reunion of my favorite show, but in uh, massive multi million dollar form. So I see these character actors from the small dr- drama that I love uh, being on giant sandworms in the eighties. I'm like, this is for me again. This is very personal. This is very fun to see these guys. Like, hey, do you want to be like in a big ass movie with me? I'm directing a Star Wars movie. Uh, let's hope it's not bad and it's bad. Um, yeah, and they just stand around and do yes. nothing for. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of standing around. Yes. Um, again, the the voiceover is a Blade Runner situation where they didn't think people could understand what was going on, so they added a really bad narration yes. to help with stuff. But in this case, I don't think it helped, even though I do like it because I'm, I'm a weirdo. Uh, it doesn't really help because it's just like I'm not feeling very good about this. This isn't how I feel. I'm just like, right. uh, there's got to be a better way to do this than the entire movie whispers. Well, yeah. I, I mean, who who else thinks that maybe they should have just dumbed down the story? I mean, yeah, all you absolutely. had to do was yep. have the two rival families and there's spice on Arrakis and it's yep. a war over the spice or whatever. Come and on, then the there's economy. this third park. Yep. Yeah. So, so yep. that way you could actually make it about character because the problem in this, probably my favorite thing in this um, is the Dr. Yue character who basically is the traitor. How do you say his name, Ken, by the way? Yui. Yui. Is that the guy with Yui. the diamond on his head, Mr. Sinister? Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, he has leap, like, yeah. he actually has like a character thing to chew on, which is like the Harkonnens are, they're responsible for killing his wife. And he, you know, basically betrays the Atreides just so he can get the Duke Leto on the ship to kill the Harkonnens. And like, you notice like, I've got that part down because there's yep. actually like no, narrative shit to chew on there. Mm-hmm. But the problem is it's also goddamn boring around it. That's the only character thing I think through the entire movie that like spoke to me on a personal level whatsoever. Yeah. So Would you me, guys uh, look from... at it almost like an avatar movie? Like maybe oh, James dances Cameron with wolves. That. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. No, that's a good call cookie. If you did this, like just the Paul, like rallying the Fremen part and teaching, mm-hmm. you know, learning about their society and that kind of stuff. 
that's an interesting movie. But the problem is the Dune nerds, which I would probably, if I had read the book yesterday, I'd probably be amongst those, aren't looking for that, right? Gotcha. Like, it, Ken, if a movie came out and it was just like Avatar, where it was that simple, and it was like an entertaining action movie, but it wasn't Dune, would you be satisfied or would you be upset with that? No, I think I'd be satisfied. Okay. I, I agree. I agree with your points. I can see all your points of why you guys hate this movie. But I, <laughs> I smile because I still love this movie. I like I said, my my reading the book so many times, it, it brought back all the joy of reading the book for me. And but like I loved Avatar. I love simple movies with overwhelming themes and but simplified, you know. So it's just a quick pace. I mean, it, it's like Stargate. Stargate's a simple theme that they expand on. We talked about that the last time. Stargate's um, never looked so good as no, it's <laughs> it, doing. Oh. I just watched three episodes. Yeah. So there was a comment in here. Um, feeling him talk. Oh, the inner monologue. Uh, they they don't talk about the inner monologue. Um, are we talking about the? Uh, uh, what what are you talking about? The the mind whispering or what? Yeah, the mind whispering. They never um, in the movie. I wonder if they cut this out of Lynch's original vision. But there's a lot of struggle internally inside Paul taking the the role of Moadib on and starting a jihad, whether he should or not. Yeah, that's and, not really a thing in this. No, it's not. And so I can see that. I can, and the, I think the same person mentioned this about being this might have been a great HBO series. Mm-hmm. I could see that too. I'm oh just yeah, wondering how sure. they would have ended it like they did the Game of Thrones. So is Ooh. the movie ending good, better than Game of Thrones ending? Uh no, because this movie's so bad. <laughs> no, because the build up to the final season of Game of Thrones, at least most of that was pretty good. Uh, whereas, right. yeah, no. Anything I wish they would have shown. Like, yeah, I won't believe you. <laughs> I wish they would have shown the planet like I don't know five years after rainfall. Like, how does that? Well, yeah, there can't be rainfall. Well, that's in God Emperor of Dune. That's, that's a sequel. In the fifth book. No, fourth. So book. the original oh, Dune book does not. I mean, spoilers for anybody who wants to read it. But the original, just you know, Dune the book does not end with the rain. Correct? No, mm-mm. that's what I thought. Okay, mm-mm. that's not until after Children of Dune when it becomes Arakeen instead of arrakis okay oh so big question for you guys um collectively it seems like we all kind of didn't like the movie too much would you guys still watch it if it was redone the same timeline but redone over a span of three movies i as a as like i've said before i'm david lynch mega fan i want to see like the version that he wanted to make uh, cause this is, I do think there is some cool aspects of this movie that he did get to, to throw in, uh, but just the studio interfer- interference and honestly, like he was, he was maybe not the right person for the job because he was an artsy fartsy indie director and like just making blockbuster films are not the same. So he wanted to make an artsy blockbuster film and those are very, very, very hard to make and studios don't like making them mm-hmm. uh, unless you're Christopher Nolan. Yeah. But the movie doesn't have like much style to it to me. It's just people standing around. Like, like it's not even a, even as a David Lynch movie, it doesn't, it's not a David Lynch movie. The, to me. I, I will argue that the, the experimental uh, special effects are very David Lynch, extremely okay. David Lynch. Yeah. Okay. And that, again, that is a dude who does not make action movies. He makes dramas. Almost all of his movies are dramas right. about people talking. So maybe you shouldn't have gotten this guy to make your star Wars movie again. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, but the, I, I think about the elephant man and that movie just makes me feel so much for all the characters in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and then you, one. you put and that's like one of his more like, you know, that's um, his more mainstream movie, mainstream <laughs> yeah. movies. Right. So I think about that and then, you know, there's obviously there's uh like eraser head and crap yeah. and it's like, and even though that stuff and... is so weird, I just feel so much more. It's so much more lively to me than this. Yeah. You know, whereas this is supposed to be like the big, you know, blockbuster from him. I and think you're right. He, this was everything grandiose without, explaining why what they were doing was this big impact on all of humanity. Right. Right. Now, Yeah. Yeah. Now, Paul, do you want to see like a, a a three movie? If it was made in this style, would you want to watch three of these? If it was more fleshed out or no. So cookie, were you saying if it was made at the same time, but made with three movies instead of one, would I see it? Is that your question? 
Yeah, so that you had the Oof. time to kind of really dive deep into the lore. I'm going to take that as a no. <laughs> if, the, if the first one pulled me in enough, I might watch the second one and it kind of go from there, I guess. But uh, I, I, it depends how well it was done, I guess. Right. I, um, hopes for the new Dune. I oh, mean, man. Yeah. I, I mean, like. Just uh, don't what, do what, what the old Dune did. Right. I believe in Denny Vell new 100%. So do I, but it scares the hell out of me because I oh. remember reading the book thinking like, you know, it made sense that the movie isn't very good because it's such a heady, weird, like, you know, I, it's all, it's not an easy read. I mean, is that too much to say? Does that make sense? It's not like it's, you just fall right in. No, all it the is character. a, like, it is a demanding, like you gotta, you gotta remember some shit. You right. gotta remember this stuff. There's a so, lot of words. I, so I'm wondering if he's going to take the approach of kind of dumbing some stuff down. I imagine I, I feel like yeah. he has to, right? I mean, Lord of the Rings. I don't think yeah. Lord of the Rings, uh, quote unquote, dumbs down Lord of the Rings, the books, but it takes what's really important and the character stuff that's important and leaves does, kind of right. the minor stuff out that's not necessary. Right. And they, they need to really make the Bene Gesserit not just like some kind of like gold digging society you know what yeah. i mean that's the way they kind of prevented it or presented it in this movie you know there, there's so much more to that story and i just i don't want to say anymore because it'll ruin there's, there's so much more to everything in dune and that's again the problem with this movie like but there's the just not enough real estate like, like oh they're really one of the main behind the scenes like making the universe go you know yeah. what i mean um and that inner turmoil that that one person mentioned, I just got, I have to say it. He, they're talking about the golden path. Okay. The Atreides family <laughs> can see the golden path that humanity must take in order for long-term survival. And that's the struggle that Paul has. Okay, I'll drop And it. none of that, and none of that made none it of that, this movie. No, none of yeah. that made it. And, and what's, it's just, it's such, it's, I mean, watching the movie, it is a bizarre experience because there's like <laughs> all the crap that I usually like laser blasts and like force fields and sandworms and all this cool sci-fi stuff is in it. And it's right. just the way it's shot, the way the story's presented. Um, I think the music's kind of bad too. You don't like cheesy. Toto? Yeah, well, say, well, I'm, it's, it, you don't it's out of place. In Africa? Okay. When he gets when he gets on the sandworm and like the electric guitar blares, and it's just like you guys, you're trying to make me feel something that I just cannot feel right now. It's That's so fair. it's fair. so brutally hard to watch. And how cool is it going to be when we actually see that in a new version of Dune and it's done? Yeah, it's gonna look just like outside of Ryan's window. Back Cin there. Cindy, that's Cindy right there. Hey, girl, you too. I'll feed you later. <laughs> but yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> that's crazy. It is funny though. Uh, you know, Paul, I think your point is well founded. Where this movie gets leagues better towards the end. Yeah. Um. When I mean, we get to see Sting fight Kyle MacLachlan, and like a, uh, I. It seemed like an odd scene to me. Like the movie's over. The conflict seems to be over, as far yeah. as I can tell. I don't know why they fight right there. Is it, honor, is it an honor fight, or a, I don't know if it's it's an honor fight, basically, because so, they killed the you know Leto and the rest of the house. But but yeah, if Sting wins that fight, what happens? Nothing. Oh, good question. Right. Well, that is a good question. Mm. Because if Fremen he gets won, killed by everyone else in the room. Yeah, I was gonna say I think right. Aaliyah, his sister, who's an abomination, she'd probably uh, take the take reins over. and leave oh, yeah. down to Africa. Right. No, can yeah. we can we can we ask that too? What did everybody think of the little sister? Because I was like See, that's another thing they didn't explain. They didn't explain what a reverend mother is, what the spice does. Yeah, it's an abomination because she's she's born with full con uh, consciousness of all of the women in her bloodline. That's what the, the water of life does when it oh. creates a reverend mother. Okay, that's why she's considered an abomination because she's born fully conscious. And the Kwisak Cataract has the ability to access both <laughs> the maternal and the paternal lines. So I know I'm being. Can you can say, you no, just, can you, say can it one we, more time? I love it so much. Hold on. Can, can we do Ken? Ken? Can we just, will, will you record? A, 
can you record a commentary for this movie, please? Just oh walk me through it as <laughs> it's know. as it's happening. A live stream. If you did thing, that, I won't even lie to you. If you did that, I would re-rent this off of Amazon. <laughs> so would I. So would I. hundred percent. I would love to understand. I want you not only to tell me what's <laughs> happening, but why you love it so much. Like, <sighs> oh, this scene with this little girl who can't act when she takes down Conan, so and it's oh. It well, is did you just... catch the fact that it's her grandfather? This is a Futurama. What? Yeah. Hold on. Who's her grandfather? Baron Harkonnen is her grandfather. Is Paul and Aaliyah's grandfather? It's Jessica's father, Lady Jessica's father. Oh no, Baron Harkonnen. It... Nope. Yeah. Nope. Did I know? Yeah. I had Man. No idea. I think nope. we I think we thought out some very cold Amazon servers renting this movie. <laughs> the dust uh, well, flew off. Hey, hey, they had to turn on another reactor at the power yeah. plant. Like, I don't when did the server come online. I don't know what service you guys use to rent this, by the way, but I hate I you all because when I hit the button, it told me I only had 24 hours to watch it. So I was like, shit, I Run have to watch table. this all right now. I was tired and the movie was making me more tired. But but yeah, I uh, I don't know. I, oh, I guess you guys are killing me. So so Cookie Cookie and Paul, you two have never read this book, correct? This is this is the extent of your Dune knowledge. Yeah. Are you excited after seeing this to see someone else make a Dune movie? Like, do you I think had, that? Now I am. There. Go ahead, man. I had a previous um previous I guess belief on this film because I had a professor that loved it and kind of this was his religion pretty much. So. He, that's all he could do was eat, sleep, and talk about Dune. So having his <laughs> kind of background, <laughs> having Sorry. that thought in my head, it's like, okay, watching this now, he's crazy. Like, he's absolutely <laughs> crazy. <laughs> um, so I'm hoping and praying to God that if, in fact, it does come out with a new film. Oh, it's happening. That, and, like, it's already done. It's got, it, it, yeah, it'll be out in, what, this fall? December. I, yeah, I'll pay to watch it. I mean, I've watched worse, so I'll pay to watch it. <laughs> Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Oh, you're it's true, all of it. <laughs> so um, if I can just take a moment here, this cast. So you have Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya, Rebecca Ferguson, Jason Momoa, Oscar Isaac, yes. Stellan Skarsgard, Dave Batista, Josh Brolin, Javier Bardem. I mean, the the cast it's is just stacked. It's amazing. very stacked. Did you say yeah. Josh Brolin? I didn't sorry. Yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yes. So I mean so it good. sounds amazing. Every one of those people is Mwah! so ready. <laughs> uh, to answer it. your it's question, hard. Michael, um, oh God, I'm about to get it here. But <laughs> The Rise of Skywalker is a better film than Dune. <laughs> no, See, it, look, it looks oh, better. I agree it looks with you. better. And these are both movies where like the story's like the story's kind of bad. Both movies stories bad, but it looks good. I I, I guess I'd have to choose Skywalker as much as I don't want to. Did you guys get emotional <laughs> at all? Did you get any form of emotion watching Dune? Besides Ken, we all know Ken cries. I did because, that, I did. Uh, like I, uh, I said earlier, uh, I'm a big Twin Peaks fan. It's my favorite television show of all time, and most of the actors come from Twin Peaks to be in Dune. So uh, it was just fun for me to see all these small time actors be on the big screen. You know, big screen on my TV. Um, so I, I got some uh, personal appreciation from it. Uh, besides that, no emotional connection. Well, that's like uh, for me in the Rise of Skywalker, the most emotional part of the movie to me when is Leia when, when Leia dies. And the only reason I'm emotionally attached is because of these better things that existed <laughs> yeah. with her and Chewie in it. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, yeah. otherwise it means nothing. Nothing that happened and it means anything. But um, I guess we're going on 43 minutes here. Uh, final thoughts on Dune from the from the team. Are, are, are we happy with Ken? Do we never want him to pick a movie again? You I'm start cooking. We'll, we'll, go around, we'll go around Pirate. the opposite direction here we're gonna we're gonna mute ken here we're gonna mute him. there you go he's, he's muted I'm, I'm happy you chose it man I, I enjoyed it actually as a film it it brings a little bit of culture into your life and realizes what a bad movie is and what a good movie actually looks like and you can tell the difference by watching dune so i think this is a a definite <laughs> eye-opener for me it's an it education is. exactly it's it's a it's a clinic on terrible filmmaking. It really is. <laughs> All right, uh, and uh, Paul, Paul, yeah, what are, you know? uh, I felt anger and frustration watching the movie, um, but that, that that final act uh, kind of saved it a little bit. But I, I am interested in seeing the remake because I want to see how it compares to this now. Um, so uh, I, we'll see. Um, I don't, I don't know. Ryan, 
Ryan, are you happy with Ken? Upset with him? Should I'm he never be allowed I'm, on the show I'm, again? No, uh, stay forever, Ken. Uh, I'm happy nice. that we picked this movie because like, uh, I have a weird, again, like I said a hundred times, a personal connection to this movie because of the filmmaker. I'm a huge fan of him. Uh, so even with his failures, I could see I could see some positives. Um, I don't think it's a good movie. I do think the set design and stuff is like pretty cool. And it is like, you know, like it's not post-apocalyptic, but it is so far in the future. Like, I don't mind that it kind of looks ugly. Uh, I think that kind of works for the aesthetic of what, what it's trying to be. Um, I wouldn't recommend this to any regular moviegoer. <laughs> I wouldn't give this to my mom. She would, she would die watching it. <laughs> now that it's over, I forgive you, Ken. <laughs> all right thank you. all right now ken are you happy you chose this movie i am happy i chose I this because imagine. i i knew at the very least it would invigorate the discussion <laughs> yeah i uh and by the way ken yes you can stay forever thank you <laughs> yeah. you know next time we next time we show up next week he's all white he's still sitting in his chair waiting <laughs> right. for next week's episode but Children but yeah uh, i i'm happy you picked this as well because um this has been a fun conversation because it, you know, you, you learn, you do cookies. That's the best thing you could have said is you learn about how bad movies can be when you watch something like Dune, because the potentials there, the cast isn't bad. Like these aren't not these, these people aren't talentless people, but no. a couple decisions you make and all of a sudden you've made a pile of shit. You yeah. know what I mean? So right. it, well, it I like it because I mean, I don't know how, old everybody is here i have a feeling i'm the oldest person in the room but like you're in the two young yeah well probably <laughs> compared to me but I'm turning um, 43 to tomorrow you look good you'll be I'm just joking i am not 43 no, I, know. <laughs> I was gonna say i'll be 44 in a month but you're like damn i just made it past that bar <laughs> i'm like man how do you look Thank so God. good what the hell have i done so wrong what's your, yeah. what's your skincare treatment but yeah go <laughs> ahead go ahead go ahead ken well, I just, I love, you know, the two young guys and well, I should say all you guys are young, but it, it just hearing your guys' perspective on it. Cause you know, when I was a kid, there weren't really good science fiction movies. Um, there just weren't a few oddballs like Blade Runner were really good, but you know, for the most part, those were untested actors, I guess. I mean, Harrison Ford really wasn't at his full star power yet. I mean, I, I'm not a huge film nerd, uh, but I just love that. You know, I grew up as a kid. My first memories are of, you know, my dad was still in college and we had to live in this like two room apartment. And my mom and I would watch like old cheesy horror and sci-fi movies on the public broadcasting network. Cause you know, literally we couldn't do anything else. We couldn't afford to do anything. So it's just a nostalgia thing for me, I should say. All right. Well, before we spin the wheel, I do want to pop this up for Michael and say oh. that and that means that much ice pirates. On. So you could have bought a ticket to like Parasite or something and gone to the theater and watched yeah, a movie. Um, so I I pity you. I pity you. You probably you could have bought yourself, this. Michael. You could have bought this in the bargain bin. Then you'd yeah, have you yeah. to for this could, weekend, wasn't right. It? You could, yeah, you could do your giveaway and give away Dune. You know, do that to one of your listeners. Really punish them for, for. Uh, Here's a digital know. code for Dune. Yeah, right. Can't I'll wait. mail them my DVD. Can you return Perfect. a gift if somebody gives it to you? <laughs> yeah. Here, can I trade this in for yeah. a different giveaway? But anyways, it is time to it is time to uh, select the next movie. Um, let's Hot see dog. here. Who 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 hasn't given us a hint? Uh, Paul, do you have the same movie as when we did our hints the other week? I am locked in. Okay. Okay. So cookie, if we want a, a hint as to what your movie might be, we don't want to know what it is, but if you win, give us like a, some sort of a, a hint where we could maybe guess, but it would be difficult. Oh, oh. <laughs> I clicked uh -oh. the wrong button. Try that, try that again. Try that again, cookie. I have two movies in mind, so it all depends on what you guys are feeling for. If it's more of a humor aspect or more of a serious aspect, I can go. Well, we don't get you any want. say. We don't get any no, say. No, it's just you. Me. It's all um, you, Cookie. But, but hints. I don't, don't want, say it. I don't want to know what it is. Just just drop a drop a hint. Life-changing and eye-opening, but at the same time, it's a drama. Mm. Okay. Okay. All right. And uh, uh, Ryan, I don't believe we've ever gotten your hint yet. So let's... no, I will say it's a unconventional superhero movie. Okay. And uh, Ken, for you, please don't say Dune the miniseries or any <laughs> miniseries of the type. 
rather chilly. Rather I'm chilly. Sure as can you said it? Okay, yeah, I did. <laughs> okay. No, I'm not gonna pick that movie. I don't know. I the chances are so. If I win this again, I'm gonna go buy a lottery ticket the minute <laughs> yeah. we get done. You got a this. one in six, so, just like you did last. Week. I know. I, I have like a vague notion. I might pick a good movie this time, just because I feel like I need to redeem myself a little okay. bit. Okay. Okay. So so here we go. Uh, we have our wheel here. Um, and ignore this ugly ad at the bottom. Will that actually x out of it? Okay. Here we go. Ready? Ready? Go for it. All right, Cookie. Oh, crap. Cookie chooses the next know. podcast. Or next, oh, crap. next movie. So, um, yeah. So uh, let's uh, let's hear it. What are we What are we watching next week? All right. Uh, Tuesdays with Maury. Okay. It's uh, I've actually never seen that. It's a book that I read in, in college, and my professor just put it on us to read it, and I ended up falling in love with the book. It's one of my favorite books. And they ended up creating a, a movie based on it. And it's about an old teacher who ends up getting visited by his old student and kind of walks him through like stages of life with him, if you will. All right. Well, it sounds like we're uh, we're watching Tuesdays with Maury. I'm looking up info on it right now. Cookie was uh, released in 1999. Yes, sir. Cool. Yeah. I got it right here. So, so yeah, so this one's got a 71% on Rotten Tomatoes, so we might actually be able to survive this week without <laughs> wanting to kill ourselves. I so don't know. I didn't want to watch it great. the first time it came out. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. More like so, Wednesdays, am I right? <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so I guess uh, reminds now me it's of time work. to uh, kind of say our goodbyes. So, uh, Ken, we will start with you. All right. Hey, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, you can find Pinkies Out Podcast on any of your favorite podcasting platforms forums youtube and instagram at, at pinkies out podcast and it's spelled right this week that's it all right no no my mouth my mouse i've got a wireless mouse. you want me to dance no you can go for it we'll just leave you up um ryan well when i'm not spending my times with cindy the sandworm on arrakis uh you can find me every sunday on the fake nerd podcast we're actually midway producing an episode right now and i stopped to do this thing with you guys so thanks for inviting me where's the camera right there um you can find me dj tony snark everywhere fake nerd podcast everywhere type those things in where uh, we're there we got a basement arcade happening on the YouTube's playing video games. There's a new Final Fantasy VII remake demo that came out. It's pretty hot. Check it out. Thank you. Bye. Sweet. Bye. And uh, Paul. Hey, I'm with ComicBookInvest.com, and our, we have a podcast on Monday nights around 9:30 called Tales from the Flipside, live on YouTube and uh, also on wherever you can get your podcast. So we just talk about um, comics, what we picked up, and stuff you can buy at Comic Cons and things that you might not know we're worth uh what they were worth and stuff like that so tune in if you can sweet and uh cookie mr tuesdays with maury <laughs> uh yeah cookie from just little podcast um you can find the podcast kind of anywhere you listen to podcasts out there itunes stitcher spotify the whole nine yards uh on youtube but very very seldomly i like to be on youtube actually collabing with other people so i'm on saturdays uh or sundays i do silver age sundays with conquistador javi and saturdays i'm hopping on every once in a while with other channels so you can find Sweet. me on there. Thank you, Cookie. And uh, again, I am Jackson. Uh, go to boredandannoyed.com to find our content. I co-host a movie uh, podcast. Um, this week, I think we're either going to talk disaster movies or we're going to give pitches for a new dark universe since Universal screwed it up the first time. So um, that is the plan. And thank you all for coming. And uh, by the way, Michael, I know you watch Dune. Uh, so if you want to hop on and just shoot the shit as part of, uh, you know, or yell post, at me, I guess, post student <laughs> discussion, let me know because I'll hop on and we can finish this conversation. I, I feel bad that you watched it for no reason. Bought it twice. <laughs> twice. <laughs> Had to rent uh, it twice. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, that, that's, uh, that's it. I'm, you know, Hey, I'm assuming that at some point we'll hop on to talk about the next dude. So until then, um, peace be with you. Tuesdays with Maury. Have a good one. Uh, he who controls the spice controls the universe. <laughs> <laughs>